There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Well, the Golden Raspberry Award nominees were announced yesterday, which are sort of the annual awards that honor the worst of the year. Uh, we'll tell you we'll tell you what movie earned the most nominations. Uh, we'll get to that story. Uh, Ryan Gosling, how he was more of a G.I. Joe growing up than a Ken. That and uh, some some reboots that got canceled before they even got off the ground. We'll get to both those stories here in a bit. But uh, what do you say we begin this hour, Zena, with the Razzies? Yes, the Golden Raspberry Awards. So these are the ones that are actually uh, honoring the worst films of the entire year. And I don't really know if any of us have seen these. Uh, coming in at number one with the most nominations, Number uh, they have seven nominations, The Expendables 4. Now, this is what's great about the Razzies is because, you know, they're supposedly so bad, chances are you didn't see them. Yeah. Or you did see it thinking that it was going to be good, and then you were disappointed with how bad it was. Or you're one of those people who just, for whatever reason, likes really bad movies. Yeah. So Which this I is worth like paying attention to. I might be involved in the really bad movie category, but I don't, I don't, I've never seen any, any of the Expendables. I actually had to pull it up to see who was in it, who was Sylvester Stallone, yep. Jason Statham, yep. Megan Fox, yep. Andy Garcia, right. Fitty Scent. So yeah, that's of, that's in the current one, the Expendables Four. Right? That's the one that's getting all of these nominations. Yeah. Uh, coming in next, The Exorcist, Believer, followed by Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. I wanted to see that one. Each tied for second place with five nominations each. The winners are going to be announced on March the 9th, which is the night before the Oscars. Uh, some of the other people that you might be looking for, Worst Actor nominees, Russell Crowe for The Pope's Exorcist, Vin Diesel for Fast Five, Chris Evans for Ghosted, Jason Statham. He's on here a lot, guys. Meg to The Trench, and then John Voight for Mercy. Uh, some of the women nominated, you might know these guys a little bit more, the Dame Helen Mirren for Shazam! For Fury of the Gods. Anybody see oh, that? Oh, no, but I remember seeing trailers for it. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, The Mother. Selma Hayek for Magic Mike's Last Dance. Megan Fox, she's on here a lot, too, for Johnny and Clyde. And then Anna Dem Armas for Ghosted. So I also like when the people show up. Sometimes they do to get their award if they win. Yeah, like Sandra Bullock used to. Yes. Halle Berry has, at, uh, what's his name, Adam Sandler. He, when he was putting out all those horrible movies, he would show up for the Razzies and give little speeches. 
Yeah, I thought Ghosted with Anna DeArmas and who was the other guy, Chris Evans? Yeah. You thought that was pretty good? No, I, I, I thought it was intended to be like an action comedy, which, oh. you know, it. I mean, it, it appeared to be from the trailers, uh, but it just seemed like fun, you know, the, like I wasn't placing high expectations on mm-hmm. it, but usually like when it meets, when it wins a Razzie, it's just that that to me indicates that the script writing was so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That even though it had it, really good actors in it, it was just still horrible. Yeah, because sometimes I don't need, like, a brilliant script. Sometimes I just need fun and funny and a little bit of action to blow off some steam. Yeah. Well, and I also like, too, sometimes when the movie is so bad, you just can laugh at it, and that puts you in a good spot because it's just so bad it's funny. Right. I like those. Well, there you go. This year's Razzie, so nothing like... none. Of, oh, and then the Oscars are going to be announced. Uh, Today? This morning, yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Morning America. Ooh, we'll have to pay attention to that. Have you been keeping up with your tradition of trying to watch a lot of the Oscar films? Yeah, we're having a hard time doing it because we just, we have things come up and, you know, we got this renovation going on and meetings and, you know, we had a closet guy there yesterday, so we're not able to, but we're trying. It's her birthday week, so. Oh, fun. See if we can get in some theater time, but uh, right now we got to take a break. Coming up, we got Ryan Gosling, and speaking of entertainment, some of the shows, like a lot of the reboots, because that's kind of a thing now, uh, some of those reboots aren't exactly panning out as they had expected, and some are even getting canceled before they get off the ground. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com there's a lot of discussion in the media last year you know when barbie was out about ryan gosling's so-called kenergy because ryan gosling played ken in the movie barbie yes I'm just Ken. He was brilliant in it, by the way. I mean, he's he's a great actor regardless. But, and we've seen him in all kinds of different roles. But especially, like, young girls, that was the first time they had ever seen Ryan Gosling mm-hmm. in a movie. You know, they weren't around for all of his previous stuff. The notebook. <laughs> right. So they had this impression of him as being more of, you know, like a Ken kind of guy. Anyway, in interviews conducted more than a decade ago that just resurfaced, Ryan Gosling admitted that he was suspended from school in the first grade for being, let's just say, a bit aggressive. Ryan had just seen Sylvester Stallone's First Blood, which came out decades ago, but it's it's a pretty violent movie. It sounds like it just by the title. And it made such an impression on him that he filled up his Fisher-Price magic kit with steak knives, (laughs) brought them to school, and started throwing them at other kids. Oh, Oh my my gosh. gosh. He said, you know, I I thought we were in the movie. 
I didn't see any problem with it when I was in first grade. I'm not proud of this, but I learned a lesson because I was suspended from school. Oh, uh, yeah. And my mother said I could not watch R-rated movies ever again. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. That is funny. Yeah. You know, speaking of Barbie, Jeff, they're coming out with a fashion photo book of Margot Robbie's Barbie uh, looks. It's called Barbie the World Tour. It's going to come out March 8th. So it's going to be like one of those coffee table books that's all Margot Robbie. Pretty cool. I think that's pretty neat. She it's, it's all Margot Robbie in Barbie outfits? Yes. Yeah. Like, do you remember in the movie, like, each one of her outfits was from a classic Barbie Sorry, outfit. I feel like I need Barbie music to have this conversation. <laughs> There we go. Cue the Dua Lipa. <laughs> Walk that catwalk. Yes. Come on, baby. Woo! All right, looking good. Uh, show me angry. Show me angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Ow. Well, in the movie, she had looks all the ways from, like, the original Barbie to present-day Barbie, like different fashions from different eras of Barbie. And she has continued that into the award season. Like, when she walked the red carpet at, what was that, the Golden Globe or... Uh, the one that just happened, the Critics' Choice Award, that look that she had was also from, like, a classic Barbie. Oh. She had, like, the little tool boa and all of that. So there's a book that's coming out that's going to showcase all of the all outfits the looks. that she's worn yeah. from yeah. the movie to present day. Well, all right. Isn't that neat? Okay. That's to look forward to. <laughs> it seems like it would be a really good coffee table book. Or, like if, or if you have, like, someone in your family, like my niece loves to, like, design and sew, yeah. that could be kind It'd of... It'd be perfect. Yeah. I just think about walking into the dentist and it's on the table, and I'm like, oh, let me give that a gander. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so there's this story that came out. I was just reading about it early this morning that there is a major rumor that Taylor Swift's team gave the Chiefs a cease and desist letter to stop using her image. So, How are they using her image? Well, I guess there was a mood. There was like a um, like a video that the Kansas City Chiefs were playing, either in the stadium or outside of the like stadium. A hype video or kind something. of like a hype video, and Taylor Swift's image is in it. And we're not hearing exactly what they were doing, like what she was doing in the video, but we're hearing that her team said that they had to remove her from it, and they did. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of football, Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan is set to become the next head coach of the Titans. I know. Saw that. We kind of felt like he was definitely going somewhere, right? He had yes. he talked with how many different teams? Oh, he was like yeah. with the Falcons. He was out with, uh, I think, the Chargers. I mean, he was all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also, Jeff, I was reading that, uh, so the quarterback's coach, whose last name is Pitcher, they were saying that he is up for this offensive coordinator job, but the challenge is, is that I guess our offensive coordinators don't do all of the play calling for the offense, and that's something that I guess he really wants to do. And also, he, I think he's interviewing with some other teams as he's, well. He has been yeah. interviewing with other people, but I guess that's kind of like a negotiation point is that he wants to have all of the play calling abilities, and I don't know if the Bengals give that all the way to Zach Taylor. Or That's who, a sticking point for him. I think so. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I guess uh, Zach Taylor hired him, Callahan, as uh, his offensive coordinator back in 2019. So uh, Zach Taylor has kind of found himself in the position for the first time to have to hire a coordinator since he took the job here. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. Doesn't Zach Taylor's brother, isn't he at 
Tennessee? Like, I feel like I remember when we went there. Wasn't yeah. Press Taylor? Who, no, it was Jacksonville. It was Jacksonville sorry. Yeah. I was like, I remember there being some sort of connection with his brother, yeah. too. Yeah, and uh, uh, there was a – Callahan's father was – he was a head coach of the Raiders, wasn't he? Oh, when yeah. When they were in Oakland back yeah. in the day. So now you know. Yeah. There you go. Well, Emma Stone, she recently shared in a podcast that she, every single June, tries out to be on Jeopardy. She tries out? Yeah, so I guess she fills out the application, and then every June, I guess, they pick the players or whomever the people are going to be for, like, those seasons. And she tries out every single June. She submits her application online. And Ken Jennings is saying, you know what? We would love to have her. She doesn't want to be on the Celebrity Jeopardy. She wants to be on the real deal, hard question Jeopardy. Oh, does does she qualify for that? Well, I don't know. I'm wondering if if she tries out all the time. Maybe she doesn't make it. Well, yeah, if she's trying out and she's not getting it, then obviously she's not qualified. But she's super smart. I just wonder if she knows some of the – if she – Knows the material that they're covering on, like, that kind of test. Maybe she's just a bad test taker. Oh, she might be. I don't know. But, yeah, she wants to be on Real Deal Jeopardy. That's one that I always feel like I could, I always like to play along, but there's no way I would ever be able to be on that show. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fast and furious. Yeah. Like, give me enough time to think about it. Be like, oh, I think, uh, I think that was Henry Kissinger. Henry Kissinger. Oh, I'm sorry. Who is Henry Kissinger? Yeah. I would just be so excited that I knew the answer that I would forget to say it correctly. Yeah. Right. I'd always get stuck with the literature, and mm-hmm. then I'm screwed. Well, that's where it you just... Cu- it st- couldn't have been the day where it was Canadian music from the 80s. Right. That's just where you stick to the same answer. What is Shakespeare? What is Shakespeare? What is Shakespeare? Uh, okay, so you probably heard about the planned reboot of Lizzie McGuire with Hillary Duff that got canceled by Disney after filming only two episodes. That's not good. It was that bad, really? Well, we heard that there was some sort of, like, sex joke, I guess, that they made in the second episode of that show. And that's why Disney decided it was maybe a little too racy. There was, like, some innuendo that Lizzie McGuire had hooked up with somebody. Oh. Yeah. So they didn't feel like that fit the Disney brand? I guess. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, BuzzFeed put together a list of other planned TV show reboots that got canceled that you might not even remember. And here are some of the highlights. Tim, did you know that there was a reboot of Murder, She Wrote in the Works? What? Starring. Who? Octavia Spencer. Ooh, that could be good. Yeah. So they have already canned that one? Already canned it. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not it's happening. Not happening. <laughs> uh, a live action Powerpuff Girls. So that's not happening. A present-day reboot of Clueless with Dion Davenport as the main character instead of Cher. See, I think there could have been something there. I liked Dion on that show, on the movie. Uh, Let's see. I would have... Now, see, they were talking about doing a relaunch of The Simple Life. Oh, yeah. And I would have been into that. That was with Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie, Mm -hmm. which was kind of like, I don't know. That was just a funny show to me. I wonder, too, like, if it was what was going on. I feel like when they had their reality show, it was like all these reality shows were out, and that was one of the ones that was better, I felt like. Yeah. Because it was put the two of them into job situations. Yeah, that's what made it funny. Where they didn't really know what they were doing, like working the fry line at a fast food place, or they were uh, police officers for a day. 
Stuff like exactly. that. Picking up poop. Well, they were gonna reboot they were gonna relaunch it, but not with Paris and Nicole. It was gonna follow Kelly Osborne and Kimberly Stewart. But Kelly quit after filming the pilot in two thousand seven because she said it was demeaning to others. Mm. So uh there was that. Uh they were gonna do a reboot of Coach with the return of Craig T. Nelson set 18 years after the original series. Is that the guy that played coach? Yeah. Craig T. Nelson? Okay. So he would have been back? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I watched him on that show. Oh, it was kind of like This Is Us. Was it called Brothers and Sisters? Yeah, and he might have been. The dad. I, I, so. I, I liked him in that role. Like, that was a fun show yeah, to watch. he's good. He's still around, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, there was a Charlie's Angels reboot they were talking about doing called Angels 88, starring Tay Leone and Sandra Canning. <laughs> That's funny. And then they were going to do an L.A. Law revival with the return of Blair Underwood, but that never happened either. God, I love Blair Underwood. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, a lot of these are not necessarily recent, but they evidently, you know, they had scripts and writers and a whole team and were all set to go and then... Pull the plug at the last minute. See you later. Or they, or in, you know, as in the case with Lizzie McGuire, they'd film a couple episodes and just immediately be like, this isn't working. (laughs) This is horrible. You you just, you can't go back. Although Will and Grace, you know, they did a reboot of that. That was fantastic. That was good. And, and Frasier is also very good. Well, Will and Grace was good, I think, because it had the original people back. Yeah. And they all wanted to be there and they had new material, like enough time had passed where they could come up with, you know, different topical humor that was more relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's tough. Like, you know, you get to a point where you sort of run out of material, but you, if you walk away from it, you come back in five years with a different perspective and other things have happened. The world's changed a little bit. Suddenly you have all this material again. And I feel like that's what happened with that show. Well, and I liked it too, because it felt like they talked a lot about current issues, like things that were happening in the world because they were able to just like write and produce and put these episodes out really fast. And I just felt like it was funny because it was so relatable in those moments. I liked all the CBS reboots, Hawaii Five O, NCIS, LA. No, well, those aren't reboots. Uh, what else? There was MacGyver. There's Hawaii Five O still on, right? Yeah, MacGyver yeah. just ended after like ten seasons or something. Uh, Magnum, MacGyver. Oh, Magnum. Yeah, they re- those have been. What was that on? I, I think CBS. I think CBS. Really? Maybe NBC. I don't know. Yeah, I completely missed that. But that was on for. I don't know, 10, 8, yeah. 9 seasons, something like that. And I heard the Magnum P.I. is pretty good, too. I've watched them all, usually with my parents. Um, <laughs> that's but, they, so the, but they're always fun. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Well, I have a story about uh, Sofia Vergara and Joe Maggianello. She is on the cover of the current People magazine, and she's actually talking a little bit about why the two of them decided to split. And it all came down to the fact that he wanted to have a baby And she didn't. She tells People Magazine, my marriage broke up because my husband was younger and he wanted to have kids and I didn't want to be an old mom. She said, I feel like it's not really fair to the baby and I respect people who do that, but it's just not for me anymore. Mm. And so that's why those two broke up. We uh, sat through the first few minutes of The Bachelor. And? I I don't think. Don't think you're going to do it I don't think I made it past the limo before falling asleep. (laughs) 
Like, so, I saw a few women get out, and that's the last thing I remember. Well, I forgot that it was on, and then I was texting Molly about something else, and she was like, I just started watching The Bachelor. I was like, oh, my gosh, I just turned it on. So I did turn it on, and I watched the same parts that probably Jeff missed, which was just everybody getting out of the limo. Which is always the worst, because they always try to do some yes. sort of kitschy thing that'll be funny, and it never well, it never plays out. And that's what I was going to say. So there were a couple that I saw, one of them involved, because the current Bachelor is a tennis pro. He's like a tennis player. And one of the girls opened up the limo door, and just like hundreds of these tennis balls like real tennis balls came out. Oh, that's funny. And she was like, it took me a lot of balls to get out of that limo. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which I thought was I would have loved that. I thought that, <laughs> that was That stupid funny. sense of humor would have made me and laugh. And there were a lot of people that used a lot of, uh, like, innuendos from the tennis, like, love versus, it's love versus me, or that kind of thing, because, uh-huh. you know, tennis and love. And then we had our local girl, Kayla Rogers, who I didn't see, but Molly. She's a girl from Hamilton? Yes, she's from Hamilton, but Molly said that she was, like, moaning and making noises when she was in the limo, like, practicing her tennis grunts. Oh, oh, which, okay. That's which fun. I thought uh. was, was pretty funny. Oh! <laughs> uh. Yeah. Because you remember, I mean, some of those... What uh, was his reaction to her doing that? I think he was just like, okay, like, what's happening? So Great. then she Not came out and kind of explained herself. But unfortunately, she did go home last She's night. She's already gone? She is already gone. Um, and then I saw on her personal Facebook page that she... And it was her. That's all right. I saw on her personal Facebook page that she came on and she thanked everyone. She was like, you know what, guys? This was a once in a lifetime experience. I had a really good time. And you haven't seen the last of me yet. So I'm wondering if she maybe either comes back in some way, Mm. shape, or form. Because you know that's happened on The Bachelor before where he'll be like, I didn't really get to know that person. Bring them back in. Or if she'll come up on some sort of other reality show or love show hmm. like maybe that um love island usa that's oh, yeah. casting locally for some cincinnati bachelors and bachelorettes maybe she'll end up on there uh maybe we could see one day huh. this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Tanya. Yeah. Hi, welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Awesome. All right, Tanya, here we go. Three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to go see Dracula at the Cincinnati Playhouse in the park. So is the real headline A, a woman stole $2,500 worth of Stanley Tumblers. 
Is it B, a woman stole $3,000 worth of Yeti coolers for her taxidermy business? Or is it C, a woman stole $5,000 worth of WD-40 at Home Depot? I'm going to go with C. Oh, it's not C. It's actually A. And these pictures are all over the news. She had her entire car loaded full of these Stanley Cups. Yeah, I mean, this story would have been absurd a year ago, but these things are worth their weight in gold now. A 23-year-old California woman got arrested last Wednesday for stealing dozens of Stanley tumblers from a store near Sacramento. She walked in, filled the whole cart with them, and just walked right back out through the front door. That's crazy. Did she not think anyone would notice or when you have that many? Well, what happens is, like, you know, people will will witness something, but they don't do anything. Oh, yeah. And she figured by the time somebody took action, she'd be out of there by then, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, I guess employees, you know... Because, I mean, they, they tried to stop her, but there's only so much they can do. There's rules, too. That yeah. they Company policy yeah. says, you know, you can't really engage them. Right. Uh, other than just call the police. A cop spotted her car less than a mile away. She was getting on the highway and pulled her over. They posted a photo of her trunk filled to the brim. Uh, those are the photos Fritz is talking about. They're she also crazy. Ha- oh. Yeah. yeah, I mean, she had a bunch in her front seat, one in her cup holder that she was already using. She probably had 50 in just her trunk. They counted a total of 65 tumblers that she stole. So I'm guessing she planned to sell them, or maybe she's just a huge fan. But the store valued them at almost $2,500, so she's facing charges for grand theft. Cobb said, while Stanley quenchers are all the rage, we strongly advise against turning to crime to fulfill your hydration habits. <laughs> That's a good statement. I like the cop. He picked them all out, and he set them up on the front of his cruiser, and that's one of the other pictures that they have are all these Stanleys just up on the front part of his cruiser. Like that's they would funny. put the drugs and yeah. guns. Yes, it's exactly right. Like, why are they so popular? Well, well, like, I, what I, do they do? What's magic about them? I Nothing. was telling Scott, because my, my partner Scott was the same way, like, what the heck? And I was like, I think it's, like, because of these, they've created such a buzz around certain colors and certain... Like, they've partnered with Starbucks, and so they have, like, the Starbucks red one, and that one's going for, like, hundreds of dollars. And then all of the ones that were the Valentine's Day ones from Target, those are the ones that are, like, the rares. Some of these other ones, like this lady, you can just walk in and go to Dick's and find different colors and different brands, but some of them are just, like, the ones people really want. So aside from marketing hype, like, is there anything particularly unique or functional about them that sets them apart from the rest i think that they're similar to other cups that are just insulated like this it just became a trendy thing they just did the right marketing strategies it's just image huh Mm -hmm. yeah uh hey we've got tickets to see pink in columbus did you hear about this started talking about it yesterday I saw that she, they released that she was going to be in Columbus yesterday. That's such a fun show. Yep, and we have a chance for you to win tickets before you can even buy them. We're doing another Q102 Tap That Track. And the way that works is every time we play a pink song now through this Friday, you go to the Q102 app and tap that track to enter. And when I say tap that track, meaning like, you know, you tap the graphic of the song. 
in order to enter. Because mm-hmm. uh, your chance to enter only lasts as long as the song plays on your app. A couple of tips, though. You want to make sure that you, if you haven't downloaded the app, you A, download the app, and then you create an account, and you log into that account, and then it'll pop right up. Yeah, you got to be logged in to get credit for it. Right. Right? And you don't want to be trying to, like, do that while the song is happening, because then you'll forget your password. That always happens to me. Yeah. So go ahead and get logged in. Get logged in, because I'm going to play the song here in a minute. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Pink is performing at the Schottenstein Center in Columbus on October 9th. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m., uh, but you'll have a chance to win them before you can even buy them simply by tapping this track. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Trevor is looking for a second date update this morning, and we're going to try to help him out. Hi, Trevor. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Happy to do it. We read your email. We sort of got the gist, but we're going to have you fill in some of the details. Our listeners haven't seen any of it, so let's start from the beginning. Tell us how you met Marie, how the first date went. We'll go from there. Okay, so I met Marie on Tinder, and we went out for drinks after talking for a little while. We, we, we text each other for about two weeks. And then we decided to go to a place, and then we met for drinks. Great. Uh, liked her right away. Super sweet, funny, great smile, great body, great personality. Just a great girl. Great, great, great. <laughs> yeah. All the things. Right. So we spent some time at the bar. We had a couple of drinks, uh, talked a lot, and then we went back to my place, which was the plan from the start, and... You know, she brought it up at the bar that she was cool with it being just a hookup, but that she was open for it to become more if we were, you know, feeling it, right? Yeah. So I told her right then and there that I could see that happening. So we go back to my place. <laughs> of course you could see that yeah, happen. Yeah, why not? <laughs> right. You know, everything goes great there. Good time. Really, really good time, right? Mm. Um, she stays the night, you know. You, you girls know what he means morning. when he says really, really, really good time. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. Just me. That means everyone's right. satisfied. He's trying to convey a point. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Go ahead, Trevor. Yeah. Made her coffee the next morning. Uh, kissed her goodbye. Texted her three times that day. She never got back to me. I have no clue what's going on, and it's been making me crazy because I keep thinking about that night, and I, I don't know what happened. Ooh. Well, Fritch assumed that everyone was satisfied. You you sure that your performance was up to par? I think I think I did pretty well that night. Okay, like I, I think I think it was a good night. You okay. know, like she she didn't indicate otherwise in that way. So let me ask you this: Were you guys drunk and she couldn't leave after the situation? No, no. We see, were that's both. my point. So she spent the night, meaning she could have left, but she stayed. True. But now I haven't heard from her since then, you know, and I'm kind of like. What's up? Yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, exactly. I got you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
Uh, anything else, any other incidental side things that happened over the course of the night that you think might have caused a problem for you, or is that pretty much everything um, in a nutshell? No, I, I, I think I gave you everything. Um, I'm trying to think if there was something else, but I, I, I can't. You know, it was a it was a perfect night, as perfect as a night could be. And like I know that sounds like what it sounds like. Well, we just uh, I don't mean to laugh. I'm I'm not scoffing. I just we hear that a lot. Yeah, from people when they call second date up. <laughs> yeah, there. and it's just so funny how one person has one experience and the other person has a completely different experience. Right, and maybe it yeah. was. Yeah. Every now and then we find out it was pretty much as advertised. There's just something else mm-hmm. going on that has nothing to do with. The caller so let's just take a break we'll call her up see what's up and if there's any chance of putting you two together again making something happen and if not then we'll close that chapter and move on you good with that i'm good with that stand by the story of trevor and marie as second date update continues next with jeff and jen this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 So Trevor met Marie on Tinder, chatted for a couple of weeks before they got together for drinks. There was enough chemistry there that they hooked up that night. Trevor thought it went so well. There's some serious potential there. A long-term something. Tried to reach out. No response. This is how a lot of these stories go. We're just going to call Marie, I guess, unless there's anything else, any other detail that you think is important, Trevor? I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't, I really don't know. All right, let's give it a shot. Hello? Hey, Marie. Yeah, hi. Hi, it's Jeff and Jen at Q102. Good morning. What's going on? Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm so good. Surprised. I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Um, guess who we talked to this morning? Um, I have no idea. We spoke to Trevor. Oh. Trev. Yeah. Trevor. Trevor's trying to get a hold yeah. of you. He said he really enjoyed his night out with you and would like to see you again. Are you open to that or are you seeing someone else or are you avoiding um, him for I, some reason? I am not seeing someone else. And I wouldn't say I was avoiding him, but I just hadn't found the time to get back to him yet. Okay. Um, our date was really weird uh did he tell you about it he said you went out got drinks went back to his place and things were great okay well that's true and he made you coffee and then you were satisfied (laughs) yeah that was very nice you left happy yeah well can i tell my side i guess oh yes please my experience um because it was a little bit weird We met up at a bar, we met on Tinder, and we met up at a bar, and the whole time we were there, he kept telling me he wanted to introduce me to the band. And so, I mean, I just thought he was in a band. I didn't really ask any questions, because 
honestly, I don't read the Tinder profile that much. And I figured maybe it was in his profile and I just overlooked it. So I kind of went along with it. Um, but he kept saying it. And I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait. This so, is a band that was performing at the bar you guys went to? No, no. He just kept saying, I, I can't wait to introduce you to the band. So I figured he was in a band and I just didn't say too much more of it and played along because I, I just, you know, I was having a nice time. It was great. If he's in a band, awesome. Okay. So we go back to his place and it was really nice. Things were progressing and, and he's really cute and, and we're having fun. And as we started to get into it, he steps away from me and does this whole big introduction thing. And he says, and now I'd like you to make some noise for the band. And he starts making like fanfare, <laughs> crowd noises and clapping. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus, what the hell? I, I, I didn't know what was going on. If there were more people jumping out of the doors. or I, I, I was really confused. So he proceeds to grab one of his balls. <laughs> and start swinging it around and saying, on my drums, it's Tommy Lee. And now slash on guitar. And then he grabs the lead singer and starts stroking it. And oh, it's okay. I am not All believing right. this. Okay. There is no I way. Swear, I was in shock. I would have probably been better off if people had jumped out of the doors and it, was, it wasn't yeah. a get sort of bad situation. I would have been into that. It was, I've just never seen anything like it. Well, who's the lead singer? Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler. Oh, Steven oh, Tyler. So it's a mix. Yeah. It's like fantasy band. <laughs> yes. So Steven Tyler was being stroked as he was being introduced, and then, which is fine. And then he said, you know, baby, you've got a front row seat and backstage passes to the greatest show of your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Is this, guy, is this guy pulled out a lanyard and puts it around my neck? I, I'm just going to leave. It was so <laughs> And he was like, oh, gosh. I was like, okay. And, and we kind of laughed. And, and then I mean, was it kind of funny? I mean, was it, I mean, was it funny or was it, I mean, like, it what was, is the ratio of funny, creepy, so, and weird? It sounds like he was trying to be funny. I think so. But when you're in the moment, it's a little off yeah. because it's so unexpected. But we really ended up having a nice time after that. And, you know, he started kissing me. and It was really lovely. But then in the middle of it, he would start whispering in my ear, like, lyrics from Aerosmith songs, like, <laughs> sweet emotions, and I don't want to miss a thing, baby. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, my God. Quiet. I mean, I don't know. It and was when it was really finished, he say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> thank you Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know how you perform. Like, I think I'd have to be like, I got to get, I don't know if I would be excited you know what i mean i'd be like what's happening can i get past this can i yeah. i don't know if i could right. mm. i i think the alcohol helped and it was nice and i was relaxed and and he's he is cute and funny but it was i just i mean what do you do with that like, yeah, what, what do you do, do with that, that? yeah i yeah. don't know i just kind of think about baseball think about baseball think about <laughs> anything but this yeah, yeah. Okay, we got Trevor on the line. We got to ask you, Trevor, who knew? <laughs> I mean, were you just goofing around, or is this a, a thing that gets you into it? Uh, I thought she thought it was funny. I thought she was into it. I mean, you were cracking up the entire time. Yes, I was so uncomfortable. It's so awkward. that, And it, and it is funny, and you're so cute. But I wouldn't put that on your resume. I wouldn't keep that in the <laughs> 
stock it. I don't know. I mean, is that your <laughs> big fun. move? I mean, you know, do you always introduce women to the band and is it always the same lineup? Do you rotate lead singers <laughs> or, you know, no, is it something yeah. you pull out early in the game? This or is awesome. Do you Great save it? Until you, <laughs> do you save it until with most okay, okay. most women until okay. you're, you know each other better and you were just so comfortable with her, you introduced her to the band early in the night? <laughs> So on her Tinder profile, it tells you like some of your artists that you're listening to. And it showed Aerosmith was up there. And she also talked about how she wanted to have like a fun night, right? Like surprise me. So I came up with this unique idea that we're now talking about publicly on the radio. So yeah. That's so funny. (laughs) He was trying to he was trying to be memorable. Yeah. And tap into her interests, and that's what he came up with. And I get it, man. You know, you've had a few drinks, so you're feeling brave. I'm gonna go for clever guy. Like, damn it, I'm funny. Yeah, I mean well, obviously we have chemistry, so she'll get it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you I'll give you points. That uh, makes a little more sense now, but out of context, yeah. it was mind blowing. So <laughs> I, I, I know it was. You know what? Hearing it now, it's as bad as you pointed out that it was. Just in retrospect, you know. I love it how you went all in, though. I mean, you brought the band out. You know, you had yeah, that right. big introduction. You were the hype guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. MC. It's yeah. like when those MC bachelors get out of the limo experience. on The Bachelor and try to come up with some gimmicky way to make an impression on The Bachelorette. Oh, that would be great. Oh, yeah. That'd be that great. was his move. <laughs> this sounds like a movie, though. It makes me feel like Ben Stiller would play this part. I don't know why. Well, Marie, uh, is there any chance you would consider going out with Trevor again? You said you weren't intentionally avoiding him, that you just didn't have time, but I kind of feel like you sort of were avoiding him. Like, Yeah, I think it kind of... It was a great night. I, it was a fun night, but I think it was very off-putting, and I think maybe it was just more of like an opening act, and he's not so much the main attraction for me. Oh, wow, really? Okay. Man, I was totally vibing mm-hmm. that you were going to go out again and yeah. at least give it a go. I, I did. Mean, I thought you were on the fence, and you dang. were tipping the other way, but yeah. okay, yeah. I was wrong. I mean, I, it was great. It was great, and I don't know. It was, I don't know. Gosh, now you guys are... No, no pressure. Yeah, you no. do whatever. You do, this is you your do life. what you want to do. I do hey, like that you listen. paid attention to my bio and sort of went with that. Yeah. But do I do have to do a whole thing where my boobs are like a duet, like Captain and Tennille? Or what, do I have to? <laughs> Captain and Tennille. Oh, God forbid he decides to use them as bongo drums. Bradley Cooper oh, and no. Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm out. It was fun. Thank you. <laughs> Hold on. Trevor was trying to say squeeze in something else. Trevor, you got a last ditch effort? Um, I mean, I could introduce you to the roadie in the back. Oh, oh God. Oh, stop it. <laughs> you should have Don't just, even. Yeah. No. Just let it die. Oh, I really should have quit while he was ahead. Mm. Oh, I'm no longer. I understand. <laughs> okay. I, I, made, I made a choice, and I'm going to live with it. It was a fun night. Thank you. It was fun. You're going to have no problem. Thank you. Well, that's nice. Thank, Thank you, you Marie. Yeah. Thank you for taking the call. Trevor, best of luck to you out there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. And if we can do a second date update for you, shoot us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
what made me think of this, probably because we were talking about aging rockers. But Sammy Hagar was on that show, Finding Your Roots. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Where they do, like, DNA tests for Do, like, uh, genealogy. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you, you know, this is this may be the case with Timmerman or with Fritch. If you go back enough generations, you often learn that your family name has evolved and changed over the years. It could be pronunciation. It could be spelling. You know, we just had this conversation about Travis and Jason Kelsey finding out that Kelsey's not even how you're supposed to pronounce their last name. They weren't even pronouncing it right. It's Originally, it was Kels. Yeah, K- like K-E-L-S. Yeah. Well, Sammy Hagar found out that his last name isn't even close to Hagar. <laughs> what is it? You wouldn't believe. Here, I'll President just play the Biden. audio because it's it's nothing like what you would expect. It's pretty funny, actually. Sammy, this chart shows the total number of men found with the surname Hagar who match your Y-DNA signature. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> How can that be? Zero. Sammy, genetically, you are not a Hagar. Get out of here. You want to find out what your real biological oh, surname yes. is? Yes. What I'm about to introduce you to is 100% certain, because you are not a Hagar. Please turn the page. Ms. I'm Spade. a Belcher? You are a Belcher. Oh, my God. Your Y-DNA matches 27 <laughs> men with the surname Belcher. Wow. You are Sammy Belcher. What a trip. Yeah, so you all know that uh, my father's, my biological father's last name was McGurdy. McGurdy, M-C, capital G-U-E-R-T-Y. But it was, it rhymed with dirty, so it was McGurdy. But uh, he told me once, uh, I didn't know him that well, but the few times, you know, I got to, to meet and talk to him, he told me that, Prior ancestors pronounced it McGordy, like there was a, it was a different spelling. Mm. And I, one of his ancestors evidently changed the like the spelling and the pronunciation of the last name. Maybe when they came to America, although I don't know that one sounds more American than the other. Yeah, McGordy. Yeah, and then on my mother's side of the family, uh, the 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 family last name is Tossi, T O C C I. But in the old country, I guess they pronounced it Tochi. Tochi, yeah. Because yeah. right. that seems like that would have been like more Italian to call it Tochi. Yeah. Right? Isn't she Italian? Isn't that your Italian part? Yeah. Yeah, my grandfather's side. So my mother's father, his family came from Italy. My great-grandfather, Leo Pulaski, he hopped the train from Pennsylvania with his brothers to Detroit to work for Henry Ford, only to get there to find out that Mr. Ford doesn't hire Polish people because they're scum. And so he changed his name along with all of his brothers to Stanley Smith, Harry Smith. They were all the Smiths. Oh, wow, you couldn't be more generic be than that. Yeah. So like the here, most common American so how last did the name. Timmerman call that came well, from your dad? So here's what happened is my great-grandpa got engaged to my great-grandmother, and she didn't learn his real name until the wedding day, Leo Pulaski. At that point, and he, she left him at the altar. No, they, they got married. But <laughs> sounds like a good movie. <laughs> the, the Henry Ford had a change of heart, so Leo Pulaski became Leo Pulaski again. But all of his brothers kept the Smith name. Oh, really? So, so like, all of your uncles on that side, or they're, whomever, they're, they're a bunch all of Smiths. Smiths. Yeah. Oh wow! But that's like you know, great great uncles and 
whatnot. So I just thought, you know, that's kind we of. We don't talk to that side of the family. Yeah, yeah we don't. We don't. Do Tim, their kids, Timmerman did is their... Flemish. It's the same as Zimmerman means carpenter. Did their kids keep the Smith name? So like everybody on that side. We didn't is really Smith? know them. So I don't. I would we need to be a Pulaski though? Like come back and be like, my grandpa's name was this. <laughs> yeah. Where did Tim Timmerman come from? It's a Flemish name, so that's my dad's side of the family is Flemish. Which What's, is, what is Flemish? That is the northern part of Belgium that speaks Dutch. The south part of Belgium is the Walloons. They speak French. Wow. Who knew? And it's I, the I, Zimmerman. I, I, I know very not, little about yeah. Yeah. This, these regions that you're talking about. Well, well it, I remember we went to the when we went to the Freedom Center years ago, and we can pull up some different like census records and things like that. I remember finding some stuff from, like, my dad's family, but my mom's family from, like, Hazard, Kentucky, it was just, like, I don't know if they weren't doing, like, great census records, like, in the mountains, but it's, like, that part. They may just, not have been. That well, part just seemed very, almost boring, because it was just, like, you know, eight people, 10, 15 people lived here, five mice, whatever. The only thing that could was. Could be they didn't like answering the door to strangers. Yeah, you but know, I they also, chased them off. Well, and that's what I was thinking, too. I'm sure that there weren't very many census workers, like, going up into the hollers and being like, how many people live here? Okay, right. great. Hell, I ain't going up yeah. there. The only thing that we found that was really interesting was that one of my, like, great-grandma's siblings was labeled mulatto. And so my mom was like, we always thought that she was part Native American somehow. But that kind of came out that maybe she had some sort of, like, different racial background. Like of African descent? Yeah, I think so. Wow. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true. Of course, I asked, and everybody's like, no, she's Cherokee. I'm like, okay. You could have someone find out for sure, though. Yeah, it would be I mean, if you wanted to do the deep dive, the kind of deep dive that Sammy Hagar did. See, I, I don't want to do it, but I would, I would pay for somebody to do it, probably. Because I just think that... Right, that you don't want to... It's, it's a lot it's of... It's a lot of going it's, through. It's a big rabbit well, hole. Well, and that's what happened with us when we went to the Freedom Center. We went to their library, and they could pull out all these old census records, and you could see. But, I mean, it was like going through mm-hmm. where they lived, what mountain the they were on, what they called it at the time. But they're really good at navigating that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, really yeah. And they can do it a lot quicker than you can. Oh, 100%. And the handwriting was very different. Yes. Right. Very, very different scratchy. back then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now that Sammy Hagar knows his real last name, Belcher, he's re-recorded some of his classics. Here's one of them. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. How's your day going so far? Pretty good. Just dropped the kids off at school. Yeah. How was the drive? Not too icy. Rainy. Yeah. They. Uh, well, we were supposed to get all that freezing rain today, and then they canceled the advisory. So I guess that's good. Yeah, it's Ohio. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. I just got a text from my mom. She just woke up and was like, "Boy, were they wrong about the weather?" I'm like, you know, they never know. You know what? I'm okay that they're wrong on that. Me too. On this one. Yeah. Same. Right. Appreciate the, sorry. Yeah. But I, I did set my alarm a little bit earlier just in case. And then I looked yeah, at uh, looked at my phone. I was like, oh, 
didn't look like we got. In fact, uh, even driving in, roads weren't even wet. Like, rain hadn't even really started. It, they were a little damp, um, mm-hmm. more of like a sprinkler or a drizzle. But coming down the Kenwood cut in the hill, my car said 39 degrees. So it was a lot warmer than we had expected. But uh, here we are. We're going to try to win you $1,000. I got a letter in this envelope. I'm going to open up the envelope, reveal the letter, and you will have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Uh, You cannot use the same answer more than once. Uh, You could use the same word if it identifies a completely different object. Sometimes that works. Mm-hmm. But uh, we think the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Uh, so if you can't think of it right off the top of your head, just just yell pass. And uh, we can always come back to it. Probably end up answering more questions that way. But that's up to you. Is this your first okay. time playing the 1K letter of the day? It is. Which is why I feel really bad that your letter is O. Oh, <laughs> great. Yeah. I'll give you a half ding. <laughs> Uh, but see what you can do with that. Yeah, maybe you can really channel your NRO. That would be great. So we, right. got, we got 30 seconds on the clock. Have fun with it. And I will not start the timer until Tim finishes asking the first question. All right, Katie. All right. Here we go. Tell me something you might have for breakfast. Omelette. A body part. Orifice. A medicine. A metrazole. A metal. Uh, or something square. Pass. An actor. Pass. A beer brand. Pass. A snack. Olives. A tool. An oopinor. Uh, a what? An oopinor. An oopinor. It's I. We own our own HVAC company, and my husband uses it. I don't even think it starts with an O. I wow. But I'm giving it to you because yeah. of the originality. Is O'Doul's? Yes, that yeah. is the beer brand. I was thinking the same thing. Why Jeff. did I think that was non-alcoholic? It is. Oh, it is. Not, yeah. But it's considered it's beer? Yeah. beer, yeah. Gotcha. That would have been great. Uh, After- yeah, I didn't think... Oh, I thought of, um, I should have come up Octavia with Octavia Spencer, Spencer, but instead my brain went to O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Well, oh, well, you know. Because he acted in those, what was that, Police Academy movie? Oh, what was he in? Airplane, maybe? Yeah, he might have been in the Airplane movies. I thought Orr was I pretty had clever. Oliver. That, oh, Oliver Stone. Yeah, that would have been incredible. Orr was, I mean, amazing. That was great. Yeah, that was good. Omeprazole was good. Yeah. Um, Omeprazole. Omeprazole. was. Oh, yeah, that would have worked. Omelets was <laughs> clever. Yeah, you did really well for your first time. Um, you said Orifice. I was thinking yeah. uh, ocular nerve. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah. Occipital or optic nerve. I have little kids, so, you know, crayons, marbles. <laughs> yeah. Orifice comes up a lot in your family. <laughs> it does. Things you never thought you'd say as a parent. That's oh, funny. Yeah. Get that green bean out of your nose. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. all those things. Stop sticking, stop sticking that in your ear. Yeah, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you got going on the rest of the day? Um, nothing. Cleaning house. I got two sick kids at home. Oh, man. So, Is it the stomach bug? No, we have all had, there's eight people in our house, and we've all had pneumonia. Oh, and yeah. now my son has an ear infection and strep, and then oh. my other two have pink eye. Ah, oh, 
That's crazy. Yeah, my house is like a petri dish. Well, think of the immunity you guys are building right now. Open the windows up. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. Let in the new air. Eight people. So it's you, your husband, and you have that many kids? Eight kids, yes. Holy mackerel. Wow. Do you feel yeah. like at some point all one of them is always sick? Like when you have six, is it like just everybody's oh, yeah. taking their turn? Oh, yeah. 100%. It's yeah. my pediatrician's office. They're like, okay, well, we'll see you next week. Like, okay. <laughs> you were like, can I just get the amoxicillin on repeat order, please, <laughs> yeah, at right. this point? Honest to God, yeah. I'm joking about it, but your immunity must be amazing living in that environment. Um, yeah. I mean, my so my oldest is a senior in high school, and then I have the rest of them are first grade and under, so... Yeah. How'd that work? How'd that go? <laughs> well, um, so my oldest is technically we adopted her. Yeah. Um, okay. And then we had five kids in five years. Yeah, that's great. Wow. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Surprise. Yeah. All, all surprises? Um, so I have a set of twins. One of them was planned. Okay. Um, and then we had another surprise baby after that. And then we planned for my youngest daughter and then my youngest son, who's two, he was a surprise. Oh, nice. Yeah, but see, you know what? I always tell people, because we have one kid, and I know everyone always has all of the parenting advice for other people, but I, I my advice is... I wish I would have just stayed in it. Like, I wanted to have more kids, but my kid was like, I felt like she was sick all the time, and we were constantly dealing with ear infections and this and that, whatever. And then when she got older to the point where I was kind of like, yeah, maybe we could think about having another one, I was like, I can't start over now. No. You know? No. I, I, I wish I would have just stayed in it. I already wasn't sleeping. I already was, like, all over the place with emotions and finances. I'm like, I should have just stayed there. And had more kids. Yeah. So I've never had one kid, obviously, because my first set of kids were twins. Yeah. But the jump from two to three was really, really hard. And then you're already outnumbered at that point. So <laughs> anything above three is whatever. You've already lost your mind. So yeah. right. Just why not? Right. Why not? Exactly. Right. I, I love how you're just rolling with it, Katie. Yeah, you got to. I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> It is what it is. Yes. That's exciting. Wow. All right. Well, one of these days we got to get together and we, you know, we'll just drink wine or something and have adult conversation. Oh my gosh. For sure. Oh my gosh. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, call back again. Let's play again. You'll get better at it. Hopefully you get a better letter. Oh, please. <laughs> All right. All right. You guys Thanks, have a good week. You See too. Ya. Have a great yeah. week. Bye-bye. There goes Katie. She's busy. She's got a lot to do today. Not a bad first play. No, that was great. No, that was really good. With good usage of the letter O there, Katie. She did, and she had some big words. She sure did. It is eight thirty-three. Weather-wise, yes, yeah, she was uh, mentioning the rain as she was driving in. That's what we got. Uh, the freezing rain did not really materialize as we were expecting. That's the good news. Now we're just we we just have this rain to contend with the next few days. Cloudy skies, showers throughout this afternoon. We we'll see a high of forty-two. We're at thirty-seven. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Now, more of Cincinnati's Morning Show on Q102. So I was mentioning that uh, this video is making the rounds again. And these things emerge, you know, they come and they go, and then we forget about them, and then they come back, and we're like, oh, my God, have you seen that new video? That came out like three years ago, and this is one of those. The family that ordered 20 McDonald's chicken nuggets from DoorDash, yet they ended up with 200. Oh, no. And I just, I reminded me of the DoorDash mix-up that we had. Just the other day, right? Yep. Oh, my God! This is a prank. It has to be a prank. What the hell is this? Chris, Chris, how did you order? That's 200 chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then they saw the bill, and they were like, holy crap. Oh, man. What do they do? Do you get they a They charged me for 200 I didn't ask for this. Oh, man. Yeah, what happens if, you know, you have a fat fingers moment, and you... Tap it in one too many times. And they brought you the food, One too many zeros, and yeah, that's what happens. You think you're responsible for that $800 or whatever Uh, it costs? Yeah, maybe. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Oh. You think think we could uh, get a refund? This is not what we asked for. Well, it says here you asked for 200 That was a mistake. I mean, that would be a big bill, right? How much... How much does a thing of chicken nuggets cost? Six-piece McNugget? Well, I think that for a while there, they had the 20-piece chicken nugget. You could get it for like $10, or sometimes it's like $5. Like, they'll run a sale on it. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody's into chicken tenders now. Like, like do you do you make a trip? No offense. I mean, McDonald's has got, you know, good hamburgers and stuff. But, like, you don't go to McDonald's for the chicken McNuggets, do or do you? No, I go when to you got Raisin Cane's and Chick-fil-A Correct. and Popeye's and all these places? The only time I usually find myself in the McDonald's drive-thru is when they are they have good toys. Like when the Squishmallows were out, that was kind of a big thing that we were looking for. So sometimes when That's they, what they got to do to bring you in? Well, I mean, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Breakfast food for me. That's, yeah. that's why I'm at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Breakfast food. The hash browns, McMuffins, stuff like that. Mm. TikTok is also making fun of a lady who ranted after she bought a 12-pack of paper towels at Costco. And she found out that each roll is not individually wrapped in plastic anymore. I didn't know they did that. That must be fairly new because I bought a big pack, I don't know, maybe over the summer. And we still have it. And they're definitely individually wrapped within the big wrapping. That seems like a waste of plastic to me. Yeah. So they stopped doing it? Yeah. But she was not happy. (sighs) Kirkland towels. So disappointed. I was trying to put my groceries away, trying to store my stuff away, and then I find out they're not individually wrapped. You know how hard it is for me to store things when I am limited on space and I appreciate that they're individually wrapped so I can make them fit and use them when I need them and so that they don't get dirty. Kept dust-free. I know they're for cleaning your towels and cleaning surfaces, but still, you still want something clean to clean your surfaces and clean your hands. Come on, Kirkland. I know everybody's trying to save money, but seriously. Okay, she sounds a little bit like a germaphobe. Mm -hmm. because we get bounty you know we get like the big multi-packs of bounty paper towels those aren't individually wrapped ours are wrapped in in like i buy a case of those and they're individually wrapped like in a pack of two but the other one i just take out and sit on its own once you open the pack of two one of them's unwrapped and the other one's 
you know, goes on the holder. I could see, depending on where you lived or how you store them, it might be convenient for them to be wrapped. But overall, you're saving plastic, sure. Yeah, in another video, she complains about waiting in a long line to return them. And by the way, uh, again, the change was not to cut costs. I guess she was unaware that Costco did it after thousands of people signed a petition asking them to change their packaging to reduce plastic wrapper waste. It is kind of like, you know, have you ever had that moment where you have a product that you like and they change it in some way, whether it's the packaging or like the texture or the, I don't know, the, the maybe the cup they use, this new cup. It leaks. Yeah. I don't like the lid. The lid doesn't fit on the new mm -hmm. cup. Or they change an ingredient to make it healthier, and it just doesn't taste the same. Yeah. Nobody needs to add kale to that. I get a frustration. Right? <laughs> yeah. We don't need the kale. The potato soup was good when it was just potato soup. Paper towels wasn't one of those things. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.